Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network is brought to you in part by Apex Bank, Beck Dental Care, Browns Body Shop, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Davis Brother Roofing, Davis Heating and Cooling, DB's Pizza, Expert Landscaping, Game Time, The Garbage Man, Hanson's Flooring, Holland's Pharmacy, Jones and Lang, Kubota of Columbia and Franklin, Murray Regional Hospital, Parks Motor Sales, Quickmark Convenience Stores, Right Care Clinic, Sands Fence Company, and by Ten Pin Alley. And welcome in everyone to the final regular season game for your Columbia Central Lions. It's football time here in, in for Columbia as they battle the Shelbyville Golden Eagles tonight. Hello, everyone. I'm Lee Maddox along this week with Chris Yao and Terry Wilcox in the press box in Shelbyville as we'll bring you the call of the game. Our partner Clayton Harris is with his family in East Tennessee tonight. And, Chris, as you follow along all year in your high school football coverage on SM and TNSports.com. Today we've learned a lot about both Shelbyville, Franklin County have been issued that two-year ban on postseason play starting this year after that fight that broke out last week in the third quarter of that 43-10 win versus uh, for the Golden Eagles. So the Lions are in the playoffs no matter what happens tonight? That's exactly right, Lee. It is... Uh, it, it's pretty much set at this point. The only thing is, if Franklin County gets a win over Page, Columbia Central gets a win tonight, Columbia would actually host a playoff game next week at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. So that's that's a, a great incentive for Columbia tonight to, to try to get this win. We know that's going to be tough because obviously everything has changed with especially for the Shebbable Golden Eagles when they thought they were set. Didn't even, it didn't matter to them, really, this game tonight. No. They were already set at number two, but unfortunate for Shelbyville and Franklin County. And, again, I, you know, I, I guess you take, don't take anything for granted in 2020, and I wouldn't put it past that something else would come up and change that. But as Who of knows? right now, uh, Shelbyville and Franklin County are going to sit at home next week. Columbia and Lincoln County, who Lincoln hadn't even County. played a game in three weeks. Right. Uh, they thought their season was over, you know, two weeks ago, I guess. So I, I'm I'm curious because they were unable to play and they knew they were going to be unable to play tonight. If they hadn't they may have already turned their pads in. <laughs> I'm sure they And now they gotta get them all back out because they're gonna play a, a football game next Friday night. You know, it, it's you're right. It is unfortunate for Shelbyville that they will not be able to play next week, but it's also self-inflicted. Yeah, they they are the ones who put them put this on themselves with a an unsportsmanlike incident last week at uh, at home against Franklin County. There's not really much you can um, you can do about that. It's it's on you. Yeah, that and that happened here, right? It that did. was that game was here, and, and uh, but and. Obviously, Shelbyville's had a great season up until this point, losing only twice, you know, during the season. I think they're six and two coming in. They lost to Marshall County and they lost to uh, Summit. Uh, Well, they didn't lose to Summit. That's right. So, no, they. uh, Well, they got a COVID loss. I guess they did get a COVID loss. Um, You know, this is a team that that's really good. I saw them play against Columbia Academy earlier this season. They didn't look great in the first half. Matter of fact, Columbia Academy should have been up. 14 to 6 at halftime against this team, but uh, a couple of turnovers early in that game. It was raining. It was that week that we all moved our games to Thursday, and yeah. and then uh, Columbia Academy decided to play on Friday and got it in. And 
you know, this is a team that they didn't look really good, but they've gotten consistently better. It's a, the brand new coaching staff coming up, coming over from Lake Lake County. You know, state champion last year. This is a this is a coaching staff that has done nothing but improve this team all season long. And anytime you've got Kate Cunningham in the backfield, you're going to be you're going to give yourself a chance to win anyway. Well, and this team, this Shelbyville team last year, you know, of course, beat Columbia. They beat a lot of people last year on their way to the quarterfinals in the That's state right. playoffs. So uh, they they're coming off a really good season last year. And as you say, Coach Josh Puckett is is at the helm now, and uh, I know they're. They're reeling from the news they got from the TWSAA yesterday. The Lions, however, you know, they're coming in here at 5-4. And, four, and uh, after getting that homecoming victory last week uh, against Stratford, uh, as we said, Chevville 6-2 and two coming off that fiasco here last Friday night. And we're sure that Coach Josh Puckett will be without a few of those players that were suspended tonight uh, after getting ejected in that game last year. I think at least four players were ejected. And Three. So Three players. Okay, Three players were ejected from the game. I don't know however many were self-imposed uh, suspensions for tonight, okay. but we'll say this, and, and, and Terry will tell you that in the pregame, Lakota Young, who was one of those players, was on the field, or at least there was a person wearing number nine okay. on the field tonight warming up. Now, I don't know if he's going to play, but he was one of the players that was sus- uh, suspended from this game because of being ejected last week. So and it said, I'm not sure. It said for him, specifically number nine in that letter, that's for correct. the season, uh, for the remainder of the season. That I think is what that's it's what supposed it's just, to be, yes. Just for him, I guess. So he must have had something bigger than he did in that game last week. I, I believe, looking at the size of, of Lakota Young, on the roster, and the fellow who was wearing nine—that's not—it was not him, and that's very possible because I saw him. I saw yeah. him taking snaps as a quarterback, and that's not what Lakota yeah, Young Lakota's is. So like that one ninety, that fellow looked. Yeah, about he he looked about one thirty-five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the running attack, though, we know for Shebaville is good. You saw it in person mm-hmm. uh, with with Cade Cunningham at the helm. He, that's going to be the key for the Lions on defense. And we found out today that the Lions' defensive end, Antoine Moore, the standout that's just been, uh, you know, our rock on the defense, well, one of our rocks on the defense, is out because of the COVID-19 quarantine protocol. So now the Lions are without three of their best defenders on the defense with seniors Carter Sidlowski and linebacker Demetrius McCoy. They've already been out since last week because of COVID, and they're facing a really good offense. Of course, led, as we said, led by junior quarterback Cade Cunningham. They've got a running back, Demarcus Smalls, that's apparently really good. And then, of course, oh, yeah. the coach's son, uh, Caden Puckett, is he played quarterback last week in uh, Cade's absence. Uh, I'm not sure that was maybe he was 0 for three in that okay. game. So, <laughs> but he did a lot of running. I know that he did. He yeah. did. He, he ran the ball well, just like they do with with Cunningham. So, I expect that Cunningham. Everything runs through Cunningham. That's the bottom line. No doubt. Find number eight. Stop him. Well, the. Columbia Central Lions have come out of the locker room. It, it, it was a homecoming here tonight, and the, the band is still on the field, but the, the Shepherdville Golden Eagles have yet to come back out since their pregame warm-ups. The Columbia Central Lions are uh, gathered in the end zone, kind of warming up, and we'll listen to head coach Jason Hoth to get his comments uh, from t- for tonight's game. We didn't have it. Hey, it's it did not come through okay. the it did not come through the, the, the 
the uh, the radio. That's so, all right. no, we did not have that. No worries, no worries. But Coach Oath was – he said what we've been saying. He's trying to keep his kids focused on uh, this team tonight. He did, He was talking uh, about the, the, the things that – the happenings that have happened to Shelbyville and Franklin County. He wasn't going to worry about that. He was going to let that play out on its own. He knew that his team has a game against Shelbyville tonight, and that's that was the remarks that he's given to his team. And uh, obviously another – big remark that he's trying to make sure uh, takes place is that you know we don't get into any kind of uh, any kind of activity after the whistle you know that doesn't that's need the to most happen. important thing yeah you you because we, we've seen what happens and and they have nothing to lose Shelbyville they they have nothing to lose no reason to to care if something was to go you know sideways I mean what are you going to do suspend us again yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't see that being an issue. So, if you if one team has nothing to lose, you have to make sure that you don't fall prey to any extracurriculars. No doubt about it. As the team captains are waiting to approach each other at midfield, uh, Roman Woodson for the Lions and uh, number sixty-five for the Golden Eagles is is Colin Gates, the senior offensive defensive tackle for the Golden Eagles and the. The Golden Eagles are have come out on the field, and they're waiting uh, to be, I guess, introduced for the this homecoming crowd here in Shelbyville tonight. As we said, a cool night here for football, but I think it's probably just about right for football players. There's a lot of blankets on this on the fans around, and we've got several fans that are gathered over on the Columbia visiting side. Of course, we're on the we're in the press box on the Shelbyville home side. And there come the Lions racing through the cheerleaders onto the sideline. So it looks like they're fired up and uh, they're ready to play. We're just waiting the uh, the coin toss at midfield to determine how we're going to get started. Yeah, you know, it, it, I've always found this so fascinating in 2020 is we're only allowed one captain, but we're, we're not even going to shake hands, but we're about to hit and slobber on each other for the next three hours. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, I, I so, mean, yeah, here we are. Yeah, here we are. It's 2020. So, Chris, yeah, just welcome, and thanks for, for taking on uh, – this uh, this challenge to, to yeah. be with me. This is still an all new kind of uh, uh, activity for me, but I've really enjoyed it to to get ten games in. We miss Clayton being here, but I think we're going to be playing football again next week, Terry, yeah. and I'm excited about that. Absolutely, and Clayton is listening. Just so you know, so oh yeah, he's critiquing us. Clayton, tell us what to do, what <laughs> we need to do us. if we're not well, doing it. Okay. You know, Chris has got some big shoes to fill, but I think he's up. <laughs> I think he's up to the challenge. You know, sometimes technology is a beautiful thing when it works. <laughs> sometimes it just doesn't work right the way that we, the way that maybe you want it to. That being said, you know, it, you've got more experience than I do. But the last time I was a color analyst on any radio broadcast was in 2004 for Huntington College basketball. Wow. So, okay. there you go. All right, there you go. All right, <laughs> very good. Well, it looks like Shelbyville has won the toss, and they have elected to receive. So, we're going to get started with football here. But right here, let's take, a, let's take a quick time out before the kickoff. And by telling you, you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. 
And welcome back, everyone, to Shelbyville Central High School in Shelbyville, Tennessee, as the Columbia Central Lions are set to kick off. Max Patton got his uh, got that football teed up at his own 40-yard line. They're going to be he's kicking off from left to right, and here we are underway with the kickoff. A good kick this time, all the way down to about the six-yard line for Shelbyville is where they'll take over, and up to his 20, and he's got room to run, and it looks like he's going to go all the way unless Roman Woodson finally brings him down all the way down to the Columbia it looks like they're going to mark it inside the 25 yard line a great run back a great start for the Shelbyville Golden Eagles yeah that, right there it just looked like a, a little wedge block right you know just like you teach in the old school it's a wedge block he found the hole right up the middle and got to the sideline once he got there it was uh, off to the races that looked like Cam Grogan for it was number it was number eleven. Oh, number eleven. Okay, so Gavin Donegan. Gavin Donegan. All right. So here's Cade Cunningham for the Golden Eagles. He's going to line up now. They mark it at the twenty-eight yard line of Columbia. First and ten, just underway here at the first quarter. So Cunningham in the shotgun, handoff to his tailback up the left side. Not much. A couple of yards there. Uh, for that tailback, uh, can't make out that number. It's Demarcus Smalls, I Demarcus believe, and again, Smalls, just yeah. just you know, inside left tackle run there, uh, you know, running right at whoever is uh, who, whoever is taking Antoine Moore's place. They're running right at that person. Yeah, no doubt. That's uh, <laughs> I'm not even seeing who that is, but uh, Jordan Brooks and Demarcus Marlowe in that front mix there for the. For the Lions, here's Cunningham going to run it himself around the right side. Breaks one tackle. Joseph Whaley brings him down after about a four-yard pickup. He'll get it down to about the 23-yard line or is where they'll mark it. So it'll make it third and about four, a long three, we'll call it. So need a good stop here. But no doubt they're probably in two-down territory here as the Golden Eagles are have, have got a good drive going already here after that kickoff. They do. They have a pretty good kicker, uh, but going a little tempo here no huddle and here's another stab ah gonna look back to the sideline check at the line and and, and this is something that Cunningham's really good at here's Cunningham he's looking to throw this time and he sticks it out to his left side to a receiver he picks up his first down inside the 15 yard line down to the 13 yard line goes uh, Caden Puckett goes goes uh, Caden Puckett the receiver and also the backup quarterback for the Golden Eagles. So they'll have it first and 10 at the 13-yard line of Columbia. They're moving right to left on your radio dial. The Golden Eagles are in their all-navy blue uh, pants and jerseys and their gold helmets, the Lions in their white jerseys and black pants. Here's Cunningham in the gun again. He's looking to run. He's running it himself up the middle, and he's met by Whaley after picking up a couple of yards. Might have got to the 11-yard line is where they'll spot him down. That'll make it second and about eight yards to go for the first down. They can get that first down inside the five. Is uh, but hopefully our defense can kind of step up here. They're they're playing them fairly good right now, but uh, they just got a bad start to begin with. They had good field position uh, on that on that kick return. Yeah, you know, Cunningham just reads really well. He, he reads the line as well as anybody, but a great job there by Whaley to, to find the hole and, and put his helmet into it. Here's Cunningham in the gun. He's handed it off to Smalls around the left-hand side now. Looked like holding, no call there, but uh, Cunningham, uh, 
Smalls goes inside the five-yard line. He's going to be close to that first down, but looked like a hold on this left end, but no call there uh, for the Lions. They'll yeah. mark it at the three-yard line. Looks like where it'll be. Well, now they're going to call it. They're going to call it third and short here. So he must have had to get into the two before to get that first down. Yeah, Marshall Jefferson, the senior there, he he kind of pulled from his center position even, and he was able to get to the edge and and seal it off. Unfortunately, giving Smalls a little running room. So here's Cunningham. They've got a trips formation to the top side, and we have nobody over there covering him. He's now, just finally, handing off to Smalls up the middle, and he's into the end zone for the Golden Eagle touchdown to make it 6 to nothing with 8 minutes, 46 seconds to go here in the first quarter. So a, a very uh, quick score. There's a flag on the play, and That's surprise, be, surprise, it's going to be unsportsmanlike conduct against Shelbyville. He did that little dance after he made that touchdown, and I think you can't do that in high school football, yeah. I believe. They, they don't, they, they you can do it, but you're going to get a penalty for it. Yeah, they, they certainly frown upon that sort of thing. And uh, my guess is that the TWSAA officials have been told to keep a short leash on both of these teams. And uh, you're going to get 15 yards. They're going to end up having to kick off from the 25 on the uh, on the ensuing kickoff here. Uh, just a little dive play over the left-hand side. Again, just you know, kind of imposing their will early right now. And... Uh, like you said, they were put in a bad spot. Good field position for for Shelbyville, but uh, you know you still have to kind of bow up a little bit. And yeah. they Shelbyville did what they had to do to get it in the end zone. They did, and they they ran it all, but that one one little quick pass that they had over here to the left side, and uh, so Cunningham directed that offense. I think he didn't have far to go, Terry, but. Uh, in terms of yardage for that scoring drive. And Cunningham's going to keep it himself with a two-point conversion, and he does convert to make it eight to nothing now. Yeah, and that swinging gate type uh, formation where all the linemen are on the left-hand side and he's about kind of by himself. Good job there. I mean, when you've got Cade Cunningham, you can run that play pretty 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 often you're going to get in the end zone. So good job there by, uh, by, by their by Coach Puckett to to make that one happen. We'll take a quick timeout by telling you that the Golden Eagles of Shelbyville have taken the lead here early on in the first quarter. Eight minutes, 46 seconds to go. Their lead now 8 to nothing over Columbia. We'll be back with the kickoff right after this. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Shelbyville Central High School where the Golden Eagles have taken an early lead here over the Lions, 8 to nothing, and they're getting ready to kick off. And, Terry, you've got the stats on that quick drive. Absolutely. 29 yards and six plays. Took 3.03 off the clock. Ended with a two-yard run by Smalls, and Cunningham got the two-point conversion on a run. So it's 8 to nothing at 8.46. Thank you, Terry. And here's the kickoff from the 25-yard line, so that should give us good field position. DeAndre Williams takes it at his 28-yard line up to the 40. He's got Uh-oh. room to break it, but he gets he trips up, gets tripped up. I thought he was going to break out to this near sideline, but he they mark him down. Uh, still a good run back, good field position. They'll start first and 10 Columbia at their own 46-yard line, 47-yard line. It's in between, yeah, right at the 47-yard line is where Columbia will have it first and 10. And I'm anxious to see who's our running backs here. The 43-yard line it gets credit for that tackle. Christian Biggers is in at tailback. Brady McCandless, your Ooh, quarterback. Bunch formation. we got a bunch formation to the top side over here. McCandless under the center, and he's going to hand off to Biggers right up the middle, and he breaks free about five good yards. 
maybe six on the play. A, a good hole on this right side of the line across his midfield into the Golden Eagle territory. He'll be tackled, and they'll spot it down at the 48-yard line of, of Shelbyville. Yeah, that's exactly what you need from Christian Biggers. Just put your head down and go into, you know, get, go into the line. Get four or five yards of carry, and that, that's all you can ask for. Same kind of formation. That bunch set to the left, and here's McCandless under center. He's going to hand uh, fakes to Biggers this time. He's looking to throw, and there's Blaine Davis wide open. He's got the catch and a first down over to the down across the 40-yard line before he's knocked out of bounds at the 39. A first down, a good pitch and catch from McCandless to Blaine Davis. We love saying that all year long. Finally, we get to say it again. Yeah, that was a really good job by both, not just McCandless, but, you know, he he set his feet before he threw it, left tackle over there. I'm not sure who that is, but was able to keep that pocket for. Aaron Benson at left tackle this time. Great job there by that guy. Here's Biggers' handoff around the left side. He gets a little room around the left side and gets out of bounds after a five-yard pickup down to about the 34-yard line is where they'll mark him out of bounds, where it'll be second and about five. We'll call it five here. So, yeah, that, that was not where the play was supposed to go. Biggers saw that the hole was not there, bounced it outside like he's supposed to do. Does a good job when he has the uh, you know when, when he has the chance to bounce it outside, and he can. He, he's dangerous. He is dangerous. So, so they mark it back at the thirty-five yard line, where it'll be second and six for the Lions. Here's McCandless now in the gun and a fake pass and a give to Biggers, but he is snowed under. Actually going to lose a couple of yards it looks like, at least one yard anyway uh, where that uh, Shelbyville defense was waiting on that. Looked like McCandless was going to maybe try to do a little fake pass, but then he just a quick give to Biggers, and uh, but nowhere to go. Yeah, he- Draw play there. It just there was nothing that that you can do. I'm not sure that that draw plays with a, a makeshift offensive line is a great idea, uh, but we'll see if they come back to it. All right. So it's third and seven, and McCandless in the gun. Biggers on his left hip. McCandless looking to throw a quick throw to the Hidalgo, and that's going to be a catch and a first down. A great catch by by Hidalgo across the thirty. The 30-yard inside the 30-yard line, all the way down to the 27 is where they'll mark it, and a pickup of the first down. What a great job there, by Brady McCandless, and, and and let's let's credit Adrian Hidalgo for using what frame he has yeah. to 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 kind of block off the defender there. Uh, he did a great job against Elijah Malone, and he was able to to, to keep it in his breadbasket. Yeah. Here's McCandless under center this time. Going to give to Biggers on the left side. Biggers looking for room to run. He's got a little bit and bowls his way over. <laughs> Picks up about eight yards on the play, it looks like. Uh, so a great effort by by Christian Biggers as he hits that left side. And then he's hit a lot, lot of uh, Shelbyville defenders, but he kept going. His feet kept moving, and he moved that ball. They're going to give him eight yards, maybe seven yards, we'll call it. So it'll be second and three at the balls at the 21-yard line of the Golden Eagles. Here's McCandless in the gun. Got Biggers on his right hip and a high snap, but Biggers gets it and up the middle, and I believe he's going to be close to the first down if he doesn't have I think he's got the first down. They're going to, they're going to call it a first down Columbia. So a really good drive here by the Lions to answer back to the drive that Shelbyville did on the opening drive. So... And this is a little bit more, uh, again, a little surprising at how well Columbia is establishing the offensive front to, in this particular game. Uh, 
like you said on the last play, Biggers did kind of drag some defenders to get you know to get some yardage. But uh, this offensive line is playing well so far. They are. So here now we're in an eye formation. Blaine Davis uh, at fullback, Biggers at tailback, and he gets the call around the right side. Not much room there, but gets maybe a couple of yards, we'll call it, inside the 15 down to the 14-yard line is where it'll be second, and I'm going to call it six. You heard the PA announcer call it seven. I'm going to say six. I think he got a little more than three, but we'll see. Uh, It's... I think, he's about, I think it's about right. That being said, three yards in a cloud of dust, yeah. you'll take it. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So here's the Lions. Uh, they're looking inside the – they're in the red zone now to look to score. Same eye formation with Blaine Davis at fullback. Biggers at tailback now. Davis shifts to the tight end spot. Here's Biggers around the left side. Got a hole over there, but it closed real quick, and he bounces outside, and he's got some room to run, and he gets a good tackle by the Shelbyville defender, number four. That's Laquan Young doing a good job there. He tripped him up and just just, he saved a touchdown. Yeah, because he was was (laughs) probably going to be gone. Biggers was just picking up his speed as he broke one of the tackles at the line of scrimmage. And, and, uh, but now it's going to be third and about a long three, third and four is what they're calling it here yeah, as they'll right. mark it at the 11-yard line of the Golden Eagles. We need this first down, but we're obviously in two-down territory here, as I think I, would, I think, would think you're right. <laughs> we need Max it. We Patton, need we've, seen, we've seen Max Patton hit some field goals, but I don't think they're going to try blocked. one earlier this more, in this game. I thought there was a man moved on defense, but uh, McCandless going to take it himself, picks it, wow. draws it back down, and I believe he's going to be close to the first down if he doesn't have it. It's inside the 10-yard line down to the 7, and they are calling it first and 10. So it's going to be fir- no, excuse me, first, first and goal. goal for the Lions at the 7. Are they going to be at the 7-yard line, I believe? That's what it looks like, yes. Yeah. So great job by McCann. I don't know if that was a call. Run, I think but, it was. It but looked, the, the pocket collapsed, and he just stepped up right into it and, and got got the yardage needed. Got four yards for a first down, without a doubt. Now we need to capitalize on this. We've got four downs Ex- to get into the goal line. Expect play action right here on first down. Here's McCandless under center. He's looking to throw this time. He rolls out to his right. There's the pass and catch. Oh, it's caught by oh. by Shelbyville. Oh. Intercepted in the end zone, trying to reach it to Blaine Davis. I thought Blaine Davis had that ball, but Shelbyville just picked it off in the end zone. That's going to be a touchback. I'm not sure. Was that number three? I think that's Kendall Trace. Uh, Or uh, that may be Cade Cunningham. I believe it was Cade Cunningham who made that interception. Doggone, what an opportunity lost there, and that's a shame. I um, McCandless was doing well. I, I, I mean, had two good pass and catches there to that, that his really, receivers. It, mm. it was it was a, a thrown a little bit behind the receiver, which is where the interception was made. If, if he throw, if he leads him just a little bit, maybe. But that was a tight window and not a, not a play that you expect him to make. First and go. That's uh, that's a shame. Had it first and go at the seven, and now it's turned over. Ball at the 20-yard line for the Eagles, and here's Cade McCown. He's got room to run as he uh, got a quarterback keeper. He's at the 40. He's across midfield and goes steps out of bounds at the Columbia 48-yard line as he just broke free uh, around the left side of his line. There was a hole wide open that he took advantage of and just kept going. Sure, basic quarterback read that you see every day in, in college football. Defensive end collapsed, and there was nobody there, nobody. And uh, he took it as far as he could take it down to the 48, and 
This is a this is a big drive. You really need to get a stop if you're Columbia right here, uh, and and you've you've got to play a little bit smarter on the defensive edges when you got a guy like Cunningham in the backfield. So here's Cunningham in the gun with Smalls on his right hip, and he's going to look to throw this time. He's throwing deep. He's got a man open, and there's the catch, and out of bounds inside the 15-yard line. Uh, Jay Frierson, are they going to call him out at the 15-yard line? So Donigan again. Jay Frierson uh, it comes up a little limping after that play. He was beat on the play. And uh, just a great run, yeah, great dope. throw and catch by the Golden Eagles. Double move there by Donegan, and on that, that stutter step, I, I guess Frierson tried to, to pivot with him, and when he did, he just twisted that ankle potentially. So first and 10 at the Columbia 15-yard line now, the Golden Eagles threatening once again. Cunningham in the shotgun, looking to get the play from the sideline, and the play's in. Small's on his left hip. Twin receivers. He's just going to run it again himself and gets a good block around the left side and picks up about four on the play. They'll mark him down at the 11-yard line of the Lions. So second and seven, second and eight along seven, or maybe, no, he's got more than that. Second and six, they'll call it, at the 11-yard line for the Golden Eagles. Two minutes, ten seconds, and clock counting here in the first quarter. Shelbyville already up eight to nothing and threatening once again here in this first quarter. Yeah, this has been a really quick quarter. Uh, Both teams running the ball really well. Here's Cunningham. Not sure what that was, but maybe a legal shift. I think it's a false start for the Eagles, so that'll back them up five yards. We could use that. Yeah, putting them behind the chains is, is a positive here. No negative plays thus far by the by the Golden Eagles. So, you know, defensively, you really need to step up and give yourself an opportunity to make a play here. Yeah, Jace Hoth and uh, Shane Cobb at those defensive ends and Joseph Whaley at linebacker, Nick Butler to linebacker. A lot of young people in there playing tonight. Here's Cunningham, handoff to Smalls up the middle, right up the middle, and he's got room to run. He's down inside the five-yard line, down to the three-yard line is where he's finally tackled. Um, So first and goal there for the Golden Eagles at the three. Maybe now they'll call it at the four-yard line. It looks like the three. I think you're right. DeAndre DeAndre Williams uh, just saved a touchdown, but I'm not sure. He may just be prolonging the inevitable here. Well, we need a turnover. The Shovel's offensive line, again, is just dominating at this point. That was a hole there for sure. So here's Cunningham in the gun. He's just going to pitch it to the jet sweep to number three around the right side, and he skips right into the end zone. Touchdown, Shelbyville with exactly one minute on the clock here in the first quarter. So Shelbyville takes advantage of the turnover in the end zone as Columbia was trying to score first and go, and they drive the length of the field here from their own 20-yard line all the way down for another touchdown. Now it's 14 to nothing, and they'll look to add on for the extra point. And I don't even know what you call this, Chris. This kind of It's the swinging gate. Uh, that's, what, uh, that's what I've always called it so again, Cunningham. Cunningham running again, and he's going to score again the two-point conversion. 
as he just takes the ball and runs <laughs> right into the end zone, right up the middle, and not really any way to stop him there. It didn't look like it. Lewis, we didn't have the people there that could stop him. There's So you have to defend the, the swinging pass, right? So you've got to have enough enough folks over here on – Defend, defending the, op, the the offensive line and the receiver, which is standing behind the offensive line, so you can't have more than you can't have more than a couple people trying to defend Cade Cunningham, and that's just, that's that's not enough. Unfortunate, unfortunate. With one minute to go here, the Shelbyville Golden Eagles take a sixteen to nothing lead over the Columbia Central Lions. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. Welcome back to Columbia Central. Excuse me, it's a Shelbyville Central High School. And Terry Wilcox, you've got the scoring drive there. Sure do. They went 80 yards in six plays. Took a minute 52 off the clock. Ended with a three-yard TD run by Malone. Cunningham converted the a two-point conversion with the run, 16 to nothing. Here's uh, the kickoff now. Uh, the ensuing kickoff is uh, uh, not sure. That's Buckman, I think, that took yeah. that that took that uh, reception. A little line drive kick. He got it about his thirty, and they're gonna. He gets it back up to the Columbia forty-two yard line. That's where we'll take over first and ten for the Lions. Let's hope we can get this. Keep doing what we were doing on offense. Just don't turn the ball over, and let's get in the end zone. Get back in this game. Yeah, great job there by Justin Buckman to, to see that that wobbly kick coming right at him and to get some yardage and give good field position. So here's McCandless under center with that trips bunch to the left, and he's going to hand to Biggers around the left side. And Biggers has got a little room to run, but he can't quite get past another. Was that McCunningham? Cunningham again. Cunningham comes from his safety position to make that tackle. Actually going to lose a yard, Biggers is. Uh, Cunningham just all over both sides of the ball here tonight. As he has been all season and last year, right? He's been a standout player for the Golden Eagles. Great football player, and again, that wasn't where that play was supposed to go. Yeah, uh, the defensive line for Shelbyville is definitely uh, setting the tone right now. So the ball now spotted at the 41-yard line of the Lions, second and 11. We're approaching the end of the first quarter here. Hopefully we'll get this play off. We'll have to or we'll get a penalty. There's the play. Oh, out a fumble by McCandless, and he just jumps on it and lands on it. A big loss there. He was going to try to pitch it, I think, to Biggers, but the ball just, I think, slipped out of uh, out of. Uh, out of Brady's hands, and that he was lucky that he was able to just jump on it and save it. So it's going to be third and about 20 when we come back. And that's the end of the first quarter here in Shelbyville as the Golden Eagles are leading 16 to nothing over the Columbia Lions. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. Welcome back to Shelbyville Central High School. Here as we start the second quarter of a game that the Columbia, that's the Shelbyville Golden Eagles are leading 16 to nothing, and Columbia now facing a third and 15 
at their own 32-yard line. There's a good pass to Jace Hoth. And, no, that's that's Buckman. That's Buckman. But he's Buckman's gone. has got his room. He's gone. He's at the 20. He's at the 10. He's at the end zone. Holy touchdown. Cow. That's got to be a touchdown, and it is. Great wow. pitch and catch <laughs> from Brady McCandless to Justin Buckman right over the middle of the field. Nobody there, and he takes off, and nobody touched him until he right till he got to the goal line. I'll tell you, we used to call that a tight end dump. I, I think that came, he came out of the backfield on that. But McCandless, under pressure, just lofts it up there. It finds the hands of Buckman. You're right. He lost and he it. was gone. What a play. What a play. What a run by Justin Buckman. He was all alone. And uh, they finally <laughs> caught him right at the five. But he, he was determined to get into that end zone, and he did. Now here's Max Patton for the extra point attempt. And there was oh, movement, movement movement on the defense there. Uh, yep. So that's going to be, be offsides on the defense. So this is when I believe I would line up my offense and try to match you're already them down. going for two. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, so, I, don't see, I don't see why you're not going for two at this point. You're, you're a yard and a half away, and instead you're down 16-6. to six. You're, you're going to keep it a two-score game. But, hey. So they're going to still try to kick here. Here's Max Patton. Here's the snap, the set. And there's the kick, and it is good. So, with timeout here, 11.47 to go. First play of that second quarter, McCandless to Buckman for a touchdown for the Lions. It's, 15, it's now 16-7 to 7 for the Shelbyville Golden Eagles here in Shelbyville. We'll take a quick break by telling you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. And welcome back to Shelbyville Central High School. Terry Wilcox, a great run and catch there for the Lions as we finally get on the scoreboard here, the first play of the second quarter. What what do we do? It went 68 yards in three plays, took a minute seven off the clock, ended it up with a 68-yard reception to Buckman from McCandless. Very good, and here's the kickoff by Max Patton. That ball's going to go out of bounds, and so they'll penalty flag will come out, and they'll, uh, Shelbyville will get the ball on their own 35-yard line to begin this third drive that they'll have. And let's hope we'll get a little ex- excitement into our defense from what the offense just did and let it spill over to this defense and make a stop, make a turnover right here and get, get us back in this game. I mean, we're back in the game. We just need to somehow figure out Chris, how to stop them? You got to get a stop. That's the, that's the name of the game right here. Uh, this is the the worst field position they've had. So maybe kick it out of bounds more often. <laughs> yeah, um, right. So you know, this is what you have to do. You, you have to find some will on the, the on, on that defensive front. You've got to find a way to stand up this big offensive line. All right, here's Cade Cunningham. He's in the shotgun with Smalls on his left hip, and he's going to look to throw over around his left side, and he's got a man over there, got room to run. Joseph Whaley and uh, Jay Frierson chasing him out of bounds, but not after he picks up a first down. Didn't see who that was uh, that caught that ball for the – That was Malone again. Malone. So, you know, they, they had trips to the top side and only two defenders. So you throw a bubble out there, you only got to block two folks, and he can go, and that's what happened. He – you have to have a third person out there when, when there's trips. I mean, just like right now, you, you've got the center almost playing center field instead of covering the three guys. I mean, a bubble screen right here, he's gone again. Picks up 11 no yards on the play. It. First and 10 at the 46-yard line of same the Golden play. Eagles. There's the same play on this side of the field. And uh, 
He's got the same result, another 10-yard pickup, it looks like, for the Eagles. That is uh, Angel Juarez who got that reception over here on this near side. So uh, the Golden Eagles, maybe nine yards, they'll call it. So it'll be second and one at the Columbia 45-yard line. Clock will run here, 11 minutes and 10 seconds to go here in the second quarter in Shelbyville. Same Shelbyville play. leading 16-7. to seven. Trips to the left Same on play. the far side of the field. There's nobody over there nobody. For, Shelby, for Columbia and, and, to and, guard these guys. And and one defender's 10 yards back. I, I don't understand what's going He's on. He's trying to go deep this time. Cade Cunningham coming around the right side is trying to, he was looking to go deep down the right side, but his uh, Roman Woodson had good coverage there, so he just pick, takes pulls it down and picks up the first down as he was doing uh, picks up a couple of yards in in doing so so it's going to be first down they'll mark it at the columbia 44 yard line where it will be first and 10 for the golden eagles as they're moving now left to right on your radio dial that that was once again and they they finally come out of that trips formation into into twins but still a tight end on this side they're they're covering as if that third person is a tight end and it's not it doesn't make any sense well it's 2020 (laughs) here's smalls he was met in the backfield by bent by shane cobb he's still on his feet he's still there goes finally roman woodson makes the tackle a lot of running there by smalls after he started one direction and then came back the the other direction but only picks up maybe one yard after all of that running um he ran. He ran quite a few yards. He, he spun out of two or three tackles. Had him had him in the backfield for a loss of three or four, and just couldn't get him on the ground again. That that is the inexperience of this defensive line. Arm tackling. You can't arm tackle guys like that. No doubt. He's too about strong. It. No doubt about it. So here's Cunningham in the gun again, and oh. uh, almost movement on the defensive side. And there's about to say, we had a corner blitz coming. That little screen pass over to the left and lots of room to run. Another first down for the Golden Eagles as they'll mark it all the way down to the Columbia Lions 32-yard line where it'll be another first and 10 for the Golden Eagles. So Shane Cobb was coming off the edge there, and uh, they, they caught him on that, that hard count, and he didn't get back out of it. So there was obviously plenty of room to make the throw there, and that, that's what they did. Knowing that the blitz was coming, they were able to pick it up. Trips again to this side. Let's see if they run it again. Because, hey, run it till they stop Need it, Lincoln I guess. Lincoln English to step up right here. There, there he we comes. go. There he comes. Now, now he's looking to his left left sideline. Is uh, There's the what a pitch and catch touchdown. Cade Cunningham to, again, uh, Donegan. Donegan, a touchdown in the end zone. I believe that's... Frierson that was uh, defending him. Donegan catches the ball as he's falling into the end zone. He's actually already on the ground, I think, when he caught that ball from Kate Cunningham. So another good throw from Cunningham. Frierson's limping still. Yeah. And that that was exactly what happened. He Cunningham just threw him open that time. He he threw him open and that that was that really wasn't on Frierson. Uh, it looks like they're gonna actually kick the extra point this time. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. I don't know if I'll ever believe it. Cunningham's going to be the holder. But a 30-yard touchdown for the Golden Eagles. And here's the extra point attempt. There's the set, the kick, and it is good by the Golden Eagles. That makes the score now 
23-7 here with nine minutes, 23 seconds to go here in the second quarter. The Golden Eagles over the Lions. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. Welcome back to Shelbyville Central High School as the Golden Eagles score another touchdown, their third of the night. They're now 23-7 over the Columbia Lions. Nine minutes, 23 seconds to go. Terry Wilcox, the drive summary there. They went 65 yards in six plays, took two minutes, 24 seconds off the clock, ended it with a 32-yard pass from Cunningham to Donegan. Extra point was good, 23-7, Shelbyville. All right, so... We've got an answer again here, so let's hope we've got something ready for them. They're going to be kicking this time from the 40, so you would think it's going to be a little worse field position for the Lions, but not a not a real long kick. He, uh, DeAndre Williams gets it at his 22-yard line up to the now to the 30-yard line is where he's going to go down is where Columbia now will take over first and 10 for the Lions. So hopefully we can get uh, an offense on track here again and uh, see something like we did the last time we had the ball and get another touchdown. We've got an answer for sure before the end of this quarter, if not more than that. Yeah, that last drive, you know, with the third and long, uh, I'm not sure if that was anything that Columbia did. It was just kind of pure luck on that one. So get back to what you did the first time. Run the football and run it hard. Yeah. Here's McCandless handing off to Biggers right up the middle, but he's met in the backfield and goes down for a loss of two yards, if not three. Uh, He really had nowhere to run at that point as the defensive front for the Shelbyville Golden Eagles kind of collided or collapsed the the offensive line there, and we're waiting on Biggers. Yeah, Todrick Taylor just manhandled his way through the line along with – Nigel Rowe, it was, there was nowhere for Biggers to run. As soon as he got the football, he was being tackled. So here's McCandless. Got twins both sides, the twin sets on each side, and uh, Biggers on his right hip in the shotgun. Second and 12. Here's McCandless looking to throw. There's the pass to Stephen Kennard, but over his head, incomplete. Kennard uh, hadn't, hadn't, hadn't called his name yet, but uh, that ball was just no way to be able to catch that one. He went up for it, but no way to get it. I'm not sure if there was miscommunication there. It looked like McCandless may have been throwing a, a different route. He threw it a little bit too high to the sideline, and Kennard turned to the inside. I'm not sure if he was supposed to turn to the outside or not. Could have been. So big third down here for the Lions. The ball at their own 28-yard line, third and 11. And here's the snap. A blitz on by the Eagles. McCandless taking the ball around the right side, running himself. Ball's on the ground and the fumble. And it looks like the Golden Eagles have recovered. McCandless was... Was pressured out of the pocket. Comes up running around the right side. Somebody hit it. That ball came flying out, and the Golden Eagles take over now at the 34-yard line of the Lions. Yeah, he was carrying it in his hand and did not tuck the ball away when he decided to run and made a guy miss, and the guy he made miss was able to swipe the ball out of his hand, and fortunately, if he, if he keeps hang on, if he keeps the ball, he would have got that his was first, first down. down. Yeah, they, we would have got the first down, no doubt. 
almost like a shoestring fumble. Instead of a shoestring tackle, he shoestringed and, and touched that ball and made it come out, and they jumped on it. Now here's Cunningham looking to take advantage of another turnover. Hand it off to – no, he keeps it himself, but he's finally met in the backfield by DeMarcus Marlowe, I know, was one of them, or Malik Smith for sure. Uh, Whoever 66 That was was Malik Smith for for the Lions, who actually is going to be a loss on the play of Cade Cunningham, about a yard loss. We'll take it for sure. That was Malik Smith, number 66. He's not on my rooster, so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. well, and his number changes when he wears the white jersey. Gotcha. So so he's normally number 60, or excuse me, number 50, but uh, he's wearing number 66 in the white jersey. So here's Cunningham in the gun again. As the ball is now at the 36-yard line. Pass. Uh, a handoff nope. around the right side. And uh, good good uh, uh, pursuit of the defenders for, again, there's 66. Again, Malik Smith and Jace Hoth tackle the runner here on the right side. A pickup of about four yards. So to make it third and about a long six, maybe seven for the Golden Eagles as they'll spot it now at the 31-yard line. He was looking to throw that ball. That's Caden Puckett, uh, the backup quarterback. (laughs) And you could tell he kind of stutter-stepped where he might have had a chance had there not been anybody covering the the receiver. Good defense for Columbia that time to stop that. So here's Cunningham in the gun. Puckett in motion as the blocking Hand off to Smalls up the middle, and he's got room to run. He's got his first down inside the 20, all the way down to the 16-yard line where he picks up the first down. Just a quick dive over the left side, and uh, he broke a couple of tackles there as he went through that line and then finally got brought down at the 16-yard line. First and 10 for the Golden Eagles. Yeah, they brought Puckett in at that blocking back position right behind the guard, and he pulled into that and the hole, kind of did the kick-out block. And as we approach six minutes in the in the, the half, it, here we are again. Here's Cunningham, first and 10. He's going to hand off again this time up the middle, but nowhere to go as uh, it looks Young. like Jace Hoth and uh, Joseph Whaley making the tackle on uh, Laquan Young just for no gain, really, on that play. So a good defense, that play. Let's see more of that. We need to see that on second, third. and It feels like every time that there is a good play at the line of scrimmage, it's it's the, the, the linebacker, Whaley, who is sticking his head up in there and making the play. You know, perhaps with the, the misdirection that you have to, to account for with uh, with, with Cunningham – Makes that more difficult. Yeah, and I just would assume Cunningham's going to keep the ball right here. Or he's going to give it to Puckett. No. Yep, Cunningham keeps it around the right side. And he's inside the 10-yard line and uh, close to his first down, but not quite. Yeah, They're going to yeah, mark him. Did he get it? Well, my the, the guy carrying the yard marker just – Kind of walked away. Yeah, yeah. first now they're going to call it first down at the seven, first and goal at the seven-yard line. So Cunningham just faked the, faked the handoff there. Uh, read option. Yep. And you just that, – it's simple. You read the defensive end, and the linebackers aren't fast enough to get out there. Well, we need a turnover right here. We need some kind of stop. So here's Cunningham in the, in the gun. He's going to hand off this time up the middle to his tailback, and that is Young 
getting uh, about three yards or four yards maybe. He gets to the three-yard line of the Lions as uh, the clock continues to run with four minutes and 15 seconds to go here in the second quarter as the Golden Eagles taking advantage of another Columbia turnover and looking to get points out of, off of that turnover. Yeah, four minutes to go. This is You really need a, some kind of a stop, force them to a field goal, something. A turnover. That's what a turnover is ideal, sure. Here's Cunningham, a quick throw, quick screen to his left, and uh, a touchdown. Somebody hit him hard, yeah, but he did. was able to That was to get... Lincoln English that uh, did did make the, the initial contact, but uh, that was uh, – who was that? Was that Puckett that made the touchdown? Uh, you know what? I'm not. I think I'm not sure. I didn't see it. It was Donigan again. That's three touchdowns for Donigan. That's what I was thinking. I thought that's who it was, yeah. but I wasn't completely sure. Just over a quick, quick uh, screen, kind of to the left side of the of the Columbia side, uh, and he English had him, and he just barreled over, fell into the end zone. Touchdown for the Golden Eagles with three minutes, 46 seconds to go. Here's the extra point attempt, and that kick is up and good. So that will make it now 30-7 to here with three minutes, 46 seconds to go here in the second quarter. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Shelbyville Central High School where the Golden Eagles up the score now to 30-7 to over the Columbia Central Lions. Terry Wilcox, the drive summary there. They went, uh, after the fumble, they went 34 yards in seven plays, took four minutes, 28 seconds off the clock, ended it with a three-yard pass to Donegan from Cunningham. And the score is now 30-7. to Three minutes, 46 seconds to go here in this second quarter. Somehow Columbia needs another quick score like they did earlier with Buckman. So hopefully maybe we can get a good, decent run back here and give us some time before this second half. That's the only play that Buckman's been on the field on offense, and he goes 68 yards for a touchdown. Here's DeAndre Williams takes the ball at his 11-yard line and looking to get room over the cross the 20, the 25, down to the 30-yard line is where he gets knocked out of bounds, where Columbia will once again take over first and 10 for the Lions. Three minutes, 38 seconds they've got to go, and they've got three timeouts to go with it, so hopefully we can somehow get a drive here and go 70 yards and get us a get us another touchdown, get us at least back in this game, have some kind of sense before halftime, and then, of course, we'll get the ball coming out of halftime. So. Looks like that bunch formation again to the near side here with the trips. Uh, with, with Hoth, Buckman is on the field. He is in that bunch formation. Buckman, tailback, gets the gets the handoff from, and he reverses field. He's got room to run. He makes a move across the 40, oh. still on his feet, still on his feet, all the way up to the 47-yard line where he's got a great run there for the Lions. He just punched the defender out of the way, just absolutely made manhandled him, looked like a Derrick Henry-style <laughs> stiff arm, and that kid is still on the ground. Yeah, that's, uh, that's their that's number. That's Young. That's number four there. They're running back, and he is still on the ground. And uh, a great run by Justin Buckman. Looks like he's getting back up on his feet and going to be walk off on his own. Um, so 
good to see that. He's he's actually jogging off the field on his own, but still favoring that left leg, left ankle somewhere there. Not ideal, though, is Todrick Taylor, the big defensive tackle. we got a timeout on the field, it looks like, from the injury. Todrick Taylor is sent, is on the sidelines now holding his right right arm, left shoulder. Could be a stinger-type issue. For the Eagles. Uh, yes. For the Golden Eagles here on the near side. So, so here we go. The Columbia Central Lions now at their own 47-yard line. Oh, first and 10 here for the Lions with three minutes and five seconds. Clock is now counting. Here's McCandless in the gun looking to throw. He backs up, uh, looking to throw across the field to uh, interception. Interception. He just lofted that ball up there to really nobody. Uh, Lane Davis was the nearest receiver, but nowhere near to get to him. Unfortunate for for Brady McCandless as uh, I'm not sure, Chris, what he was throwing. How he was throwing that ball, it might have slipped out of his hand or something. No, he was he was being he was being pressured, falling backwards off his back foot, threw it to the middle of the field. That's rule number one as a quarterback: do not do that. <laughs> well, that was uh, that's unfortunate. So the Golden Eagles will take over at their own 43-yard line with two minutes 51 seconds to go here in the second quarter. They're leading over the Lions 30 to seven here at homecoming here for the Golden Eagles. Here's Cade Cunningham again and the shotgun, and he's going to pitch it out to his left side. There's room to run, about a seven-yard play for the Golden Eagles there along the Columbia sideline, a quick pitch and catch there on the left sideline. Yeah, exactly what we've seen all night is just a little bubble screen. It was actually defended pretty well, uh, but unfortunately it – uh, number four, uh, Shane Cobb could not get out to to make the tackle. So mm. just bringing up second and short, as has been the, the, the case all night. Ball at midfield, second and four for the Golden Eagles. And Cunningham handed off to Small right in the middle of the right in the middle of the line, but he's met immediately for no gain. There may be a yard. They'll probably give him a yard, so it's going to be third and two. As he just, they'll mark the ball just inside the 50-yard line on the Columbia side of the field. Yeah, that was, uh, I thought it was 52, but I'm not sure if, if, if that is DeMarcus Marlowe or not. That would That is DeMarcus Marlowe, 52. So here's Cunningham with a third and short right at midfield. He's handing off to his tailback, and he has met again. Shane Cobb makes a great tackle basically right at the line of scrimmage for maybe a yard gain. So uh, it's going to be fourth and one. Yeah, interesting here with a minute 20 to go. Doesn't look like Jason Hoth is calling timeout, so I'm not sure if he's just going to – because he doesn't want to give them an opportunity to get a first down here. But uh, Cunningham is also their punter, so you don't know if they're going to quick kick, if they're, yeah, they're go, what they're going to do it. here. I, I mean, I would go for it. Yeah. They haven't stopped you yet. They're going to go for it. And I'd say the Smalls is back in there, tailback. On, on Cunningham's left hip. Here's the snap. Give to Cunningham right up the middle, and he's got the first down. Yes. They'll mark it down at the 45-yard line. Picks up about two on the play. He falls for at least two after he went through that uh, initial line of scrimmage. He picks up the first down as the clock now starts back at 40 seconds to go here in the second quarter. 
Shelbyville leading 30-7 over the Columbia Central Lions. We need a turnover. only way we can do it right here is to stop this with a turnover. Here's Cunningham. Going to hand off to his tailback right up the middle. Nowhere to go as the defense is now finally trying to pick up on uh, that run, at least in, up the middle. They're not having a lot of success as they were earlier. A loss of a yard on the play, and they're just going to let the clock run out here for the first half of this football game. Under 10 seconds now to go. So Cunningham looks like he's maybe he is going to try to get another playoff. And Did I thought that he plot, got it. but they're here he, uh, running around the right side, and Joseph Whaley oh, we and got a flag, penalty. two flags uh, come in on the play as the clock sh- goes down to triple zeros on that run, holding on Shelbyville. So that's just going to decline the penalty, and that's going to end the first half. So, unfortunate turnovers there for the Lions. If we take away three turnovers, I believe we'd take away three touchdowns for the Golden Eagles, and we'd be in this game a lot better than we are here at 30-7. to So, we'll, we'll take a timeout here, and we'll head back to J.P. and Coach Mike with all the scores and highlights, and then we'll be back. Uh, Terry will give us the stats as we'll come back here in a few minutes and by telling you that you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sport. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. And welcome back, everyone, to Shelbyville Central High School where we're Close to getting underway for the second half as the Shelbyville Golden Eagles are up big over the Columbia Lions right now, 30-7. to Terry Wilcox, uh, stats for that first half, they, I'm sure they don't look as good for Columbia as they do for the Golden Eagles. No, they don't. Uh, Shelbyville uh, had it for 30 plays. They went 246 yards total, 137 rush and 109 pass, so they were pretty balanced. Columbia had it for 16 plays, 119 yards, 33 rush, 86 pass. The big pass play in that was a 68-yard uh, pass that Buckman took. Buckman has touched the ball twice, so once for a 68-yard touchdown pass, second time was a 17-yard run, and he also cut off a short kickoff, remember, early on, uh, recovered it. Uh, Columbia started around the 40. Uh, overall, Biggers has carried the ball eight times uh, for only 21 yards, however. McCandless uh, carried it twice, fumbled one of those. And uh, overall, McCandless is, passing-wise, he's three out of six with two interceptions. Uh, one TD, that was a 68-yard pass that uh, Buckman took, and that was 68 of the 86 yards, and he also lost a fumble. Receiving, uh, we've had three players get get one touch apiece. Uh, Davis and Hidalgo each got one for nine, and, of course, the big one to Buckman. Uh, as far as uh, Shelbyville goes, uh, boy, they really spread it around pretty good. Uh, Smalls carried the ball eight times for 45 yards. Cunningham, eight for 51. Malone, six for 31. Uh, Young, twice for four. Puckett, once for four. And Whaley, once for two. On the passing end, uh, Cunningham was a uh, perfect, actually, seven for seven. Uh, no interceptions, two TDs and 109 yards. Uh, Donegan caught three passes for 68 yards total, two of those for TDs. Uh, they had two, two passing TDs and two rushing TDs, so they're very, very balanced. So uh, overall, like I said, Buckman seemed to be 
seemed to be a, every time he touched the ball, something good happened. I think we need to get him involved a little more, in my opinion. Without a doubt, Chris, uh, it's going to be hard for the Lions to uh, kind of claw their way back into this one. You just kind of wonder what Shelbyville will do, knowing that it's their last game of the season. And, you know, you would I'm sure the seniors and some of those guys would really like to continue playing. But but then again, uh, coaches, you know, they're up 30 to seven. And if they go up any more, you would think maybe they might put in some other players to let them play being as this their last game of the season. You didn't watch Lake County much last year, did you? (laughs) This guy doesn't care. He'll put up 70. He has has no regard for his opponent, does not care. He will put up as many points as you let him, and he absolutely should because this team, Columbia Central, needs to learn that they have got to bow up at some point and make a stop. They have not stopped him yet, and at some point they've got to do it. Yeah, they were starting to, it seemed like, there uh, in the middle, stopping the runs there in the middle, but but uh, Cunningham just kind of had his way for most of that first half. I was going to say they had uh, Shelby on a total of five drives. Four of them ended in a touchdown. The fifth one ended at the end of the half. That's the only thing that stopped them. Well, and let, let's be fair, two of them or three of them, you know, they had a short field uh, with, the, with the turnover. So. Yep. Uh, well, we, one of them was a short field. The other one was a was touchback. A, they went 80, 80 yards. yards. Yeah. I yeah. mean, <laughs> yeah. and the first the first drive was, you know, a good kickoff return, got them down to about the, the, the 30, 34. But, again, it, it doesn't matter. You, you, you have to find a way to stop this offense. I'm not sure if – and I, I know we <laughs> – Well, we're missing we're, players. We're missing a lot of football a players, lot of players, especially Carter Sidlowski. And I think he makes a big difference on both sides of the ball. You know, you can't not well, have Carter Sidlowski and well Antoine Moore and uh, Antoine Moore I mean, too. That's and I think been that's the key big. to our defense all year long. Uh, they would never run on Antoine Moore. If well, you Antoine wouldn't Moore see was in there. you wouldn't see nearly as many successful quarterback reads, right? Uh, because again, Cunningham does a really good job reading that defensive end, and I think Antoine gives you a dynamic option at the defensive end position where he can actually make that tackle if necessary. And, of course, uh, Jay Frierson is uh, you know, in for – he's banged up, but he's in for Leith Natty, uh, you know, as well. And then you've got uh, Demetrius McCoy is not in there. Joseph Whaley, the sophomore, is in there, but having a great game. Joseph Whaley has is, is, uh, been playing had a, the last couple of weeks, has done extremely well uh, to, to step up and – take on that middle, basically middle linebacker position that he's playing, and he doesn't have near the size that uh, the counterparts on offense or even especially what Demetrius McCoy had. So we are missing a lot of players, but uh, and it has given us a lot of uh, uh, chance to learn from, for our young players, and that's the thing we've got to take out of this. And we, we know that we're actually going to play a game next week. That's right. So, we're going to play Gallatin. And, and we're going to have our players, uh, for Hopefully, the most part, most of, them back. most of these players will be back. Antoine Moore will not be back. He is out for, for two weeks. So, uh, and, and Tylen Orr as well, our right tackle, our left tackle that would normally be playing. So hopefully we can uh, get a lot of our players so, back. An, but Antoine is, just FYI, Antoine is quarantined due to contact tracing what we – would like to see is maybe give him some tests. Yeah. Give him two or three tests in a row and see if he can come back. I don't know. 
Uh, Gallatin, a 46 to nothing uh, lead right now over Glencliff, and that's who we're likely to play next week. Here's the kickoff of the second half, and it's going to be uh, taken by Roman Woodson at his 20-yard line. Roman looking for room to want, run, and he's, he's got, got room. He's down the left sideline across oh. the 40, and he finally gets tripped up at about the 44-yard line. But Roman Woodson, uh, he's always been – uh, electric to watch when he gets a hold of that ball. I wish we could get him the ball more. Man, guy, yeah, that that was a great job. Just just finding some room on the outside. Gavin Donegan, like we haven't said his name enough tonight, gets a trip up tackle and probably saves a touchdown there. Yeah, no doubt, because Roman can, Roman can fly, and he was just about to put on another speed there to go down this left sideline. But as it is, they'll mark it now at the forty-four yard line of Columbia, where they'll start at first and ten. That trips. Bunch set to the right. Here's McCandless going to hand to Biggers around the right side. He's got a little room. Picks up about four yards on the play. So it'll be second and six. They'll mark it at the 48-yard line. Just underway here in the third quarter at Shelbyville Central High School. Shelbyville leading 30-7 to here the last game of the year for the Golden Eagles and the, the Lions looking to try to bounce back and get some points on the board here in this third quarter. So here's McCandless going to be under the gun, under the center this time. And uh, the lone tailback is Biggers. A give to Biggers again. He's <laughs> met in the backfield immediately uh, by Laquan Young. By Laquan Young. Going to lose about two or three on the play. They'll put it back at the 45-yard line of the Lions as they're moving right to left here on your dial as we begin this third quarter, early on in the third quarter. But a crucial play here at third and nine. Ball at the 45. Got to get it to the Golden Eagle 47-yard line for the yard to gain. Yeah, they just ran right into the blitz that time. No doubt. Blaine Davis trying to hold out that that, uh Blitz that again. Laquan Young, and here's McCandless in the gun looking to throw. There's the pass, and trying to reach Kennard over on the right sideline, but just ball falls just too short, and looks like they're going to send out the punting formation for Jason Host, Columbia Central Lions. So, unfortunate three and out. Or, no, we got a first. We got one first down there, and um, no. Oh, this, so that, was, this was three and out. Yeah, so yeah. That, that play right there was, mm. you know, it was unfortunate because he was unable to set his feet. At, at no point did he set his feet, and that wasn't his fault. I mean, again, like I said just before the play, we knew the, the blitz was coming. The right inside linebacker um, showed blitz and then backed out. Left inside linebacker blitzes. Nobody picks him up, and on a comeback route, you've got to be able to set your feet and throw that thing, and he just wasn't able to do it. Yeah, finally they're getting settled here, and Kennard in the punting formation. As uh, Here's the snap, low snap to Kennard, and he does that rugby-style punt, a great Good punt, punt down to the – going to oh. be picked up at the 15-yard line and immediately met. There is uh, that pucket – for the Eagles, but still uh, a smart play to pick it up because that would have rolled down inside the 10. Yeah, you're right. So Blaine Davis and not sure who else was on in on that tackle. I think that was Blaine all the way down after snapping the ball. He makes the makes a, a good tackle, good stop there as uh, the Golden Eagles will start at their 15-yard line. First and 10 at their own 15-yard line. 10 minutes, 15 seconds to go. 
just underway here in the third quarter. Nothing to show for on the first drive, first series here in the second half for the Lions. So hopefully they can get something going on defense here, a turnover or something, as Cade Cunningham looks to in his shotgun formation in a quick bubble screen out to the right, and he makes the completion and pickup of eight, nine yards on the play before he's almost knocked out of bounds over there by Hidalgo and Shane Cobb. A pickup of nine looks like on the play, so second and one. They'll mark it at... The 25-yard line, I believe it is. Looks like the 25, yeah. 24. Yeah, just inside. It's the 24. Yeah. Uh, 25 gets him a first down, so I got second you. one. Yeah, second one. Here's Cunningham, and uh, he's in the gun. Got a new running back there that they're going to give. Ooh. And he is met by Aaron Benson in the backfield <laughs> and taken for a loss. I believe this is what the Shebbeville Central – uh, sidelines was kind of <laughs> having a lot of fun with that running back they put in there who is really a, a lineman that they put in at tailback and he didn't go anywhere no, <laughs> so he, he, that was a nice play by Aaron Benson uh, making a great stop behind the line of scrimmage a loss of two on the play so it'll be third and three as they'll spot it at about the 22 yard line Good job there by the defensive uh, line. And, and I'm pretty sure that the right guard is the one who took that handoff. Yeah. Here's Cade Cunningham going to run it himself this time, and he is met, but he's not going to go down until he crosses the yard, the line to gain, and gets his first down up uh, across the 25 to the 26, maybe the 27-yard line before he's brought down. But he picks up another another Shelbyville first down. Eight minutes, 30 seconds to go, clock counting here in the third quarter. Yeah, Jace Hoth got upfield on that one, and had that been a quarterback read option, it would have been a good job. Unfortunately, it was a quarterback power, and he did not read that very well from his defensive end position. So here's Cunningham in the gun, and he's going to look to throw a little jet, a little bubble screen or over over to the left sideline again, what they've been doing to us all night. They, this time they put the receiver in motion and threw it to him over there, and he picks up good yardage there on first down. So a pickup of six, seven yards on the play up to the 33-yard line where it will be second and four for the Golden Eagles as um, that, that right – that, that left guard coming out and uh, see that's another looks, running back in there I mean another looks like Marshall Jefferson a senior is getting some time at left guard and this is a time that you can you can make something happen if you're Columbia's defense and they but do this, they try to do that again the same play they did with the the uh, offensive lineman what number is he I 58 is that it, who that is that's who it is Jaden that, that maybe 59 Steve Sims a senior Offensive tackle or center or defensive end is what they have him marked as, but he's running as a tailback, and uh, he didn't go anywhere. He actually lost about three yards on the play. Again, Aaron Benson and that uh, interior side of the Lions defensive line made that stop, uh, not allowing (laughs) that little fun play for the Golden Eagles to go anywhere twice now. So third and five 
for the Eagles, and you can imagine Number Gabe eight. Cunningham is going to look to run this ball. He's going to hand it off to Smalls this time around the right side, and he's got room, and he's got the first down and a lot more across midfield, down to the 40, and down to the 30-yard line before he's finally brought down by Lincoln English. But a flag, two flags on the play, and I'm hoping that's going to be a hold on the Golden Eagles, what it should be anyway. I don't know if there's a hold or not. What I can tell you is that Angel Juarez set the edge as well as I've ever seen anybody set the edge on Jace Hoth that time. But you can see Jace's jersey is yeah. is ripped off his shoulder pad there. So uh, I don't know that I don't know when he got held, but when when he wasn't being held, it was a really good job of setting the edge. It appears he may have gotten held before. Juarez got to the outside. Right. So DeAndre Mathers comes in for Jace Hoth here, and we're glad to have DeAndre Mathers. We had not talked about him, but he's been out for the last two weeks because of the COVID protocol. So here it is. It's third and about eight yards to go uh, for the Golden Eagles. They spot the ball at their own 29-yard line. Here's Cade Cunningham at quarterback in the shotgun. He's going to hand off. No, he's going to keep it this time, but he has stopped, finally stopped around the left side. That RPO, he was going to try to give it to his running back, Smalls, but decides to keep it and run around the left side. But he was met there by the Columbia Lions defense for just a minimal gain. So it's fourth and about uh, a long four, maybe even five yards to go. Here's, and it looks like they're going for it. Well, or at here's least they say they're you, going for it. They're yeah. going to try to make us jump here maybe. Now, here, here's what's unique about Shelbyville is that Cunningham is their punter. Oh. All right. Movement on the offensive line. So that's, that's going to back them up. up five yards. And you would think uh, they're going to punt the ball for sure here deep in their own territory. Not deep in their territory, but that puts them deeper. Uh, they'll spot it now. Inside the 30 to the 27-yard line. 28-yard line is where it'll be fourth and nine to go. And the uh, Golden Eagles obviously just taking their time here. They're leading in this game 30-7 to seven as the clock continues to move. Now at five minutes and 15 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Pretty much in control, but they're going to go for it. They're going for it. They're going for a long pass. There's the pass and Caught. the catch. At the first down yardage, first down. Elijah Malone, number three. So, Chris, they were just confident (laughs) that they could make that first down play, a fourth and long, and he picks up 12 yards on the play. The receiver just sat down right there and waited on Cade Cunningham to connect, and that's what they did. So first down and 10 again for the Golden Eagles. They're now at the 30, their own 39-yard line, moving left to right here as in the third quarter with four minutes, 40 seconds to go. Here's Cunningham, a handoff to Smalls, and Smalls makes a spin move around one, one defender, but not before he can get tackled. Picks up about four yards on the play, tackled by uh, Lincoln English, comes up from his safety position, and also uh, DeAndre Mathers in on that tackle. Yeah, great spin move there to, to get out of that tackle in the backfield and something that you, you know, you don't see a lot of running backs be able to do successfully. So, so we'll Columbia, see. Shebbles just having fun here. They're, they're putting in another good for, good for uh, them. offensive uh, yeah. lineman going to run tailback here. Last game of the year, Brent. Can't hold anything back now. I can't make out to 60. I have no 65 idea. is their number that's going to 
Looks like he's going to get the ball now at tailback. And that's what they do, but he doesn't go anywhere but loses yardage. That's three times they've ran that play with an uh, offensive lineman running the ball. And Senior Colin Cates. Three times they've lost yardage, so I guess they're letting them say they got a carry in their high school career. So, But uh, he loses about two yards on the play. It's going to be third <laughs> and about five. So- sophomore Jasper House is the is – the- the linemen they're running in to play whatever position that they take the running back from. And he's run to and from the the playing field a bunch tonight. That's three times they've tried that. Now they're back in their their normal formation with Smalls in at tailback. And Cade Cunningham fakes to him. Oh, got him. And uh, Demarcus Marlowe catches finally Cunningham way back in the backfield and going to be a drop for a loss as uh, he hangs on and drags him down. A loss of five or six on the play. So to make it fourth and nine again. And you would expect they're going to go for it again right here, right? So fourth and nine, they'll spot it at their own 40-yard line. The yard to gain is the 49 of their own 49, and uh, they're just running this clock. Why, and uh, Why not go for it? We haven't stopped them yeah. yet on fourth yeah. down. Well, so. this is a stop. We need to do a pick six or something right here. Please, let's do something. They've done great to hold them, but here's Cunningham looking to throw, being pressured out of the pocket. He sets up to throw. There he is Uh-oh. across the field, wide open man, and he makes the catch, and a first down on Nick Butler across uh, his midfield for the Golden Eagles once again. And look who caught that ball again. Demarcus Smalls was standing by himself, just at, just by himself in the middle of the field. And, again, you're, ne- you're taught to rule number two of being a quarterback, never throw back to the middle of the field across your body. <laughs> but he was wide open. But he was standing by himself. So wide it's okay open. to do that, and he gets the first down. Yeah. Picks up about 12 or so on the play. So first and 10 at the Columbia 49-yard line. Here goes uh, – He's throwing again over to his left sideline, and room to run over there is number two. Uh, or number three. Or number three, Malone. Yeah, that's, that's Malone again. Malone again uh, on the receiving end. Picks up six on the play. He's down to the Columbia 44-yard line is where they'll mark it. 43-yard line maybe for it to be second and four here as we near the end of the third quarter. Clock stopped right now. Not sure why. Did he, he went go out, out of bounds. bounds? Okay, on the out of bounds play, the clock stopped. Minute 39 to go here in the third quarter. Here's going to be a flea pass. flicker pass, and the ball comes out of his hands, and the ball's still free, and there it is, picked up by Demarcus Marlowe, and he's recovered it for the Lions inside the ter- inside uh, the Shelbyville territory. So they were going to try a halfback pass there, and uh, that halfback just lost the lost the handle of the ball as he was getting ready to throw it. And uh, Columbia pounces on it. So a good turnover, a great, uh, great presence for the Columbia defense to pounce on that ball. Yeah, they're going to need uh, to, to take advantage right here. Uh, this, this is a time when you can feel better about yourself if you're able to capitalize on the turnover and get within two scores. Yeah. First and ten for the Lions at the Golden Eagle 45-yard line. Here's Biggers looking for room and nowhere to go. Going to lose two yards. Lose a yard anyway. They'll mark it at the 46-yard line. Loses a yard, so it'll be second and 11 as the clock will now approach a minute to go here in the third quarter. But, yes, we've got to get something moving right here on this offense. Uh, It's a good chance to at least get something on the board here since that 
it seems like forever ago since Buckman got that touchdown for us. Yeah, it has been forever. And, again, just no running room because, it, again, makeshift offensive line. So here's McCandless in the gun looking to pass. He's got time. He's Now he's being pressured, and now he goes down. There was nobody open. Great job. That's a pressure. That, that is a coverage, a coverage sack, sack if I've ever seen one. Yeah, he loses about 10 yards, 9 yards on the play. As, uh, he had time there to begin with, and Biggers was, was keeping the man off of him, the, the defender. But, uh, but no, as you said, a coverage sack, nowhere to throw it, and McCandless just had to eat that ball, and he's down. Now he's back on the Columbia side of the field. They'll spot it at the 47-yard line of the Lions where it's third and about 19 to go for a first down. So here's McCandless in the gun, looking to throw. Whistle whistle comes. I don't know. I don't see a flag. It's like a timeout. timeout looks like. Who called it? Anyway, somebody called it. Timeout. Oh, it's a quarter. The quarter's <laughs> over. <laughs> That's what it is. The end of the third quarter. I'm trying to find out what happened there, but uh, – I'm assuming that's what's happened. The clock is down to the triple zero. That's so, usually what that means, yeah. and we didn't even end realize of, it. End of the third quarter as the Shebbeville Golden Eagles are leading 30-7 to over your Columbia Central Lions. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. You're listening to Columbia Keep Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. Welcome back, everyone, to Shelbyville Central High School, where the Shelbyville Golden Eagles are leading the Columbia Central Lions 30-7 to as we begin play here in the fourth quarter with Columbia uh, facing a third and about 19 yards on uh, at their own 47-yard line, now moving left to right on your radio dial. Here's McCandless in the gun, looking to throw back across the field. He finds Kennard. He makes the connection, makes the completion, and Kennard picks up only about five, six yards on the play is all he could get out of that uh, reception. So going to need a lot more here on fourth down. But uh, I think you've got to go for it. I mean, nothing to lose with 11.45 to go. Uh, that was a really good play call, and uh, unfortunately, again, McCandless unable to set his feet b- because he's being pressured and couldn't make a, a hard enough throw and gave the defense a little bit of time to get uh, into position to make that play. Yep, fourth and 14 as the ball spotted just inside the 50-yard line, the 49-yard line of the Golden Eagles. And there's movement on uh, uh, both the, sides. Yeah, I'm I believe sure. that's on. That's going to be on Central. Aaron um, Benson, the false it looked start. Like, looked like 44 moved a little bit early yeah. in the slot there, but it looks like oh, they're going to call it against well, Shelbyville. This guy called a false start. Yeah. Now he's calling offside. Yep. Did you? The, 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 the so typically, <laughs> typically when the official throws the flag to whichever side he throws it on is who the penalty is on. He threw it to the behind the line of scrimmage, and I saw 44 move, but the defensive end also jumped yeah. across the line. We'll take so. it. So it's going to make it fourth and nine. Now spotted at the 44-yard line. I'll take but it. But fourth and nine, here's McCandless in the gun with Biggers on his left hip. Here's McCandless looking to throw. He's no got a man pressure. He's the got middle. a man. Got Canard, and Canard juggles it incomplete, out of bounds, and that's going to be incomplete. I see Lewis Maddox over there limping off the field. 
Don't want to see that, Lewis. But turnover on downs here for the Lions, unfortunately, as uh, the Golden Eagles will take over at the 49-yard line at their own – no, no, excuse me, at the 44-yard line, their own 44-yard line. Ten minutes, 45 seconds to go here in the fourth quarter. Shelbyville leading 30-7 to over Columbia. So now it looks like we're going to see a lot more players maybe come in for the Golden Eagles. Not sure. No, that's still their first team all the way out there. So here's Cade Cunningham directing this offense as he has all night. And a little reverse play around the left side and room to run about a seven-yard gain across midfield into Columbia Territory. Goes Puckett, the receiver, coming in motion to take that reverse play around the left side. And now here comes another player in for the Eagles that the sidelines are excited about. So second and two. Who's it going to be this time? They're marking the ball now at the 48-yard line of Columbia. That's Cade Cunningham. Probably going to look to throw this time to one of these receivers that's come in. And being, he's not even being guarded, right? So, no, he's going to hand it to Smalls around the right side. Smalls got the first down and a whole lot more. And it looks like he's going to scamper right into the end zone. And there's another touchdown for the Golden Eagles. Uh, oh, no, a flag. A flag on the play. So that one's going to come back. That one's going to be on Juarez again. Juarez. Uh, Holding? Yeah, he, he, he's holding him on the edge every time. Seven, uh, Number seven for Shovelville Central is getting his hands up too early, and you can't, set the, the, you can't set the edge by grabbing your opponent's jersey. It's <laughs> not how it works. Yeah. No doubt. So there was a – that's going to negate a 47-yard rush by Derek, uh, DeMarcus Smalls for the Golden Eagles, and that's going to back him up 10 yards, I guess, uh, from that spot of the foul. Yep. And that is the call. They're walking the yardage off now from that spot, so that's going to make it about second, and uh, that's going to be second and really long this time, so hopefully the Lions can take it's advantage of 15, this. Second, second 15 Lions take advantage of this and <clears throat> get this ball turned over back on downs themselves or force the turnover right here. Here's Cunningham still in at quarterback. Nine minutes, 30 seconds to go here in the ball game. He's looking Jesus. to throw, throwing out here to his left side and gets his receiver to Harry Cantor, the senior, I believe he's, he's marked as the kicker he on is the team. The and uh, so they were trying to get him in on the offense, and he well, does make the reception and picks up uh, about six yards on the play. It certainly wasn't hard for him to make the reception because the person guarding him, Lincoln English, was standing at the, about the 50-yard line, and they were lined up at the 38. Yeah. Um, again, just not – no attempt to guard that bubble screen, none yeah. whatsoever. So here they are at the 42-yard line. Again. Cunningham's going to throw long this time. He's got a man open, and he's got the pass this time. But then that's 12. Uh, Hidalgo makes the stop finally at the 10-yard line. No flags this time, so another great pass on uh, Kate Cunningham's part all the way down 
to the 10-yard line of the Lions where it'll be first and goal, I believe, as they'll call it. Yeah, senior Dyson Collins on the catch there. Uh, just missed a touchdown thanks to Hidalgo's ankle tackle there. Got up and, and, and gave him a high five, a good job there. He you know caught that ball in double coverage and did a good job. Great throw by Cunningham. It's exactly what you come to expect from a guy like him. Yeah, he Uh-oh. had a- Look at the big guy in the, in the backfield. <laughs> Another offensive lineman going to take his shot at it, and he gets pounded right there as he hits the line of scrimmage. I know he felt that one by <laughs> DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Mathers made a great hit on him. Uh, as he, I know he felt that, but maybe he didn't. He's so big. Look how big he is. He's about a 300-pounder running there at tailback. 6'3", 350 right That's now. That's what I thought. 6'3", 350. And now another one. Now the biggest one on the team is lined up at tailback. That's who I'm talking about here. Oh, it's Nasia Rowe. This is the 350. 6'3", 350. Oh, my goodness. Second down and nine. Second down and goal. And there he's hit behind the line of scrimmage. And uh, don't uh, – yeah, they're just helping him up there. That's DeAndre Mathers again making that stop. And Nick Butler coming up limping on the play as he was in on the tackle as well. But those plays – I know it's been fun for Shelbyville, but it has not done what I guess they thought it would do, maybe, but I think they're just probably having fun. Yeah, I don't even think they're trying to score necessarily. No, at not this score, point. but they're, they're not, they hadn't even gained a yard on four or five of those plays. They've actually lost yardage every time, just about. Let me tell so. you what it's going to do. It's going to make me real mad because I'm going to have, when I do the box score later, I've got to put all those <laughs> kids in with one, with one carry. Here's Cunningham looking to throw into the end zone, and that's incomplete. He's being pressured by DeAndre Mathers there on the right sideline as that ball falls incomplete. That makes it fourth and goal. And stops and the clock. Stops the clock, <laughs> and I'm not sure where it is. It's around the, it's 11, around the 11, 11 yard line, so it's fourth and goal. Now they're going to kick it. They're going to kick a, or at least attempt to kick a field goal. Cantor's a pretty good kicker. Yeah. As I said earlier, he's a really good kicker. So, uh, you know, get it in if you can. Looks like they got some some big fellas coming in. Just so you know, Cunningham had broke a streak. He was 12 for 12 for that incompletion. Wow. Dang. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Here's the, here's the uh, high snap and the kick on the way. Hits oh! the goalpost and no good. Hits the right upright and falls no good. So that's... That's one good thing that's happened for us here in the second half as uh, Columbia now will take over. Then they move that ball. They'll take it to the 20. They'll take it to the 20-yard line where Columbia will take over first and 10 as uh, hopefully we'll try to get some kind of drive going here and and uh, to try to get some points on the board as we stop the, uh, the Golden Eagles from on that scoring drive, it's, they're still leading 30-7, to seven, six minutes, 58 seconds to go here in this ball game. Here's McCandless under the center at quarterback. Going to give to Biggers on the left side. Biggers looking for room. Not much there. Maybe a yard. Second, maybe two yards. Second and eight. They'll get it to the 22-yard line. Hey, what was that you said at halftime, Terry? 
about Buckman? About giving him the ball? <laughs> oh, giving the ball to Buckman. Yeah, well, they <laughs> didn't throw the ball to Buckman. They haven't done that. They've, they've given the ball Biggers to him is, twice. He's gained 85 yards on two plays. Well, Biggers has gone off the field this time, uh, limping over onto the sideline, and Buckman is and the tailback position on the right hip of Brady McCandless in the shotgun. No, there's the whistle stop. Timeout. Timeout, Columbia. It looked like a quick snap to to me, but timeout for Columbia with six minutes, 12 seconds to go here. They're trying to somehow claw back from a 30-7 battle here against the Shebville Golden Eagles. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. Welcome back, everyone, to Shelbyville Central High School, where the Columbia Central Lions are second and eight here at their own 22-yard line with six minutes, 12 seconds to go here in the ballgame. Brady McCandless all the way at quarterback, looking to throw now. Backs up, being pressured, running out of the pocket, and he gets hit right as he throws. But he makes a catch to Buckman, of all people, crosses midfield. Buckman looking for room, still room for run. He may go. Stiff arms arms down to the 40, the 35, the 30, and finally knocked out of bounds at the 28-yard line. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Terry, (laughs) take off your headset. Go next door. And te- and put on their headset and tell them what you told us because <laughs> Buckman was Buckman. standing wide open. And then he made he made a great he made a lot of people there, miss yards after the catch that he made there on his own uh, a really good run by Justin Buckman the transfer senior from Michigan here who has come down here to play football here for the Columbia Central Lions and he's had a great season for us. And now another whistle, timeout. Another timeout by Columbia with five minutes. It worked so well last time. We call it another one. Yeah, with five minutes, fifty-one seconds to go, they get it down to the to the Golden Eagle twenty-eight yard line where they now have it first and ten. We'll take a quick timeout. I'm telling, telling you, you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. <clears throat> Welcome back, everyone, to Shebbeville Central High School, where the Columbia Central Lions are trying to get a scoring drive mounted here. They're at the 28-yard line of Shelbyville, where they have it first and 10. And Justin, no, uh, Kristen Biggers is back in, but Buckman is in on that. Yeah, he's in that bunch, bunch formation. Over to the left. Is that where he – no, he was at tailback when he caught that ball. He was. Right? Uh, yeah, that was, he was a, like a wheel route. Yeah. He was standing on the sideline by himself. So here's McCandless, a quick Back throw to, to Blaine. No, to, yeah, to Justin Buckman. And uh, no. They not, finally tackled him before he got really 40 back, yards. Got to the back to the line of scrimmage there is that quick screen to Buckman. And uh, no gain. So it's second and 10. Clock still counting, still moving. Five minutes, 30 seconds to go here in the ballgame. So McCandless. All the way at quarterback here, going to look to get in the end zone. Somehow, Christian Biggers back in at tailback. McCandless under center. That trip's set to the right set now, and there's the snap. McCandless running for his life, and he's going to finally throw it, and he just throws it away. He's trying to throw it in the direction of Stephen Kennard, but really not a chance for him to catch that ball. I think Brady was just trying to throw that ball away because he was being pressured here on the near side coming out of bounds. 
So that's going to make it third and ten. The ball is spotted at the 30, excuse me, at the 28-yard line for the Lions. And uh, clock stop with that incomplete pass with five minutes and three seconds to go as the Lions are still trying to get on the scoreboard. Hadn't seen it since that first quarter. So it's 30-7. to seven. It would make it a nice, nice game here if we could get in the end zone one more time right here real quick. And another whistle. And, again, another timeout by Columbia. And I believe that's going to be their last timeout. I believe you're right. That was a great – that was really a good play by Brady, though. He, he would have lost about 10, 15 yards, you know, if he would have went out of bounds or got tackled. So. Yeah, he's – And he threw it in the ground at the feet of the, of the receiver. Right. So he's he He's been pressured play. all night and, um, and just kind of been running, running. I know. And he <laughs> – he had a running back in the back that just kind of whiffed on the guy coming in. You know, I thought maybe he's going to throw it back to him, a little screen pass back to him, but he uh, he didn't. So we'll reset it here as uh, the Lions get the play from the sideline and break that huddle, and they're going to line up on the far, the, the left hash mark as they're moving left to right here at uh, Shebbeville Central High School. Uh, Nice crowd here tonight for homecoming on uh, the Shelbyville side, and a good crowd that came down from, from over in Columbia. So here's McCandless in the gun with Biggers on his left hip. Looked like movement on that offensive line, and that's going to be a false start on the Lions. We'll back them up five yards, so it'll make it third and 15. Yeah, somebody, you can see if somebody's to jump up a little, a little early. It looked like that the last couple of plays that uh, it hadn't been called, but uh, it just seems like somebody's not in sync on when they're when the the count is set to hike that ball. So here are the Lions. McCandless going to be in the shotgun this time, facing a third and fifteen. At his 33-yard line, he's backed up, and he's being pressured and running. He throws it to Justin Buckman, makes the catch, a great diving catch by Justin Buckman, a pickup of about 10 on the play. So it's going to make it or about, uh, about nine he got, so it'll make it fourth and about six yards to go as the clock continues to run, four minutes, 40 seconds to go here. They'll spot the ball at the 25-yard line. And they've got a fourth down here to go and six yards to make that first down. So here are the Lions trying to convert with a chance to with a chance to get some points on the board here in Shelbyville territory. Here's McCandless in the gun. He's looking to throw. He's rolling to his right. There's the throw and catch by Stephen Kennard. Makes the catch at the 15-yard line, still on his feet, into the end zone, touchdown, Stephen Kennard after a great catch and then a great run after the catch. He catches it at the 15 and just barrels his way into the end zone for the Columbia touchdown. An absolutely impressive catch there by Kennard. He reached up and strong-handed that one. Looked very much like a Julio Jones-type catch. He strong-hands it, puts it in his bread basket, Makes a couple people miss and then drags a couple into the end zone. Yeah, he was not going to be denied into the end zone. So that makes it 30-13 uh, to 13 here for the Lions as Max Patton will attempt the extra point try here. Oh, movement. Movement on the Lions. 
So that's going to back him up five. So, unfortunate there. We'll see what uh, Max Patton can do here because it's going to make it about a uh, 25-yard extra point attempt here. Brady McCandless, the, the holder, he'll spot the ball at about the 19. Uh, excuse me, at the 14. They jumped. So, so guess oh, we we'll get go the back. five yards back. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whatever. This is week 11, ladies and gentlemen, and it's 2020. <laughs> that, that's, that's more like it. It's, it's 2020. It's 2020. And we're going to play next week. <laughs> Playing football first we're, week. We're going to play football next week. That's great. Here's the, here we're going to try this extra point again. Here's the set and the hold and the kick, and it is good for Max Patton. So with timeout on the field, four minutes, three seconds here in the fourth quarter, a new score finally is uh, the Shebbeville Golden Eagles 30, Columbia Central Lions 14. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. And here's the onside kick attempt by the Lions, but uh, the Columbia, or excuse me, the Golden Eagles will recover that one pretty easily. Here they'll have it now. They'll mark it at the 50-yard line or the 49-yard line of Columbia is where the Golden Eagles will take over first and ten. Four minutes, one second to go here in the ball game as the Golden Eagles are leading 30-14 to 14 over the Lions. Yeah, Elijah Malone there attacked that uh, onside kick instead of letting it go ten yards and really good job there. So they're trying that big boy tailback Jumbo move package. again and uh, can't see who this is. It's sure probably going to get the ball. either. That's still Cunningham. Is it? Oh, it's football's down on the ground. Humble. And, no, looks like the Golden Eagles have got it back. But that's a dangerous play. It looks like twice now I've seen that that the ball kind of comes loose there with the, the big running back that the offensive lineman that's trying to run that ball. So gets back to the line of scrimmage is when he gets hit and the ball comes popped out. And uh, But they were lucky to – Recover it back. You're, you're lucky that I didn't go fumble Ruski, fumbling a fumbles the yeah. ball. Just necessary roughness. Yeah. Uh, what was that guy's name? Rob. Oh yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> he was the, uh, the the play-by-play guy. Yeah. Here's Cunningham going to get. That's holding, and they there's the they hold. There's the flag, holding on uh, Shelbyville as. Uh, I'm yeah, not they sure. Caught it. It's Jamie Atwood, offensive guard senior. But they were holding Nick Butler, I think. As he, he was going to make the tackle, and that boy just got a hold of him, and you can't do that. So, anyway, holding on the Golden Eagles, that will back it's him up. foul that's going to take him about halfway to Tullahoma. Yeah, yeah, they that was five yards back in the backfield is where that took place. And, oh, they're going to decline it. Oh, Columbia's going to get get the get, decline I mean, it. It's going to make it third and 11. Or uh, ball at the forty-nine yard line of Shelbyville. That's a that, that's not a, a bad call there. No. To decline that you're behind the sticks again uh, with three minutes to go. Just so that's try a new, to get a stop as quick as you can. That's a new running back in there as well for the Golden Eagles. Theo Washington, a freshman, lined up on the hip of. There's movement, but no call. 
They're going to give it to Washington right up the middle. And that, he had ball a hole. Is, that ball is being slung around. That was a chance to get that ball out, but he gets about five yards on the play. It's going to make it about fourth and about six is for the Eagles as they'll get it marked at the Columbia 45-yard line as the clock now down to two minutes, 35 seconds and counting here. And Columbia, Columbia out of timeouts. Yeah, they can't stop it. Yeah. Ball at the 45-yard line. Here we are, fourth and six. Let's see if we can get a stop or a turnover. One right here. Here's Cunningham. He's looking to throw. Got time. Being pressured. Now being out of the pocket. He's still moving around the pocket. Still being pressured. And he just throws it away. That should be a grounding. There's nobody there. There's nobody there. There's nobody there. It didn't pass the line of scrimmage. It absolutely should be grounding. It should be Columbia Central ball at the 44-yard. There it the is. Flag. Finally yep, the flag. Yeah, called it. Yeah, good defense by the Lions to pressure Cade Cunningham for maybe. He uh, call, he's, he said decline the penalty, but it's a loss of down, so you get the ball right there. That You can't decline that penalty. Yeah, so the ball should be placed back here, right? Uh, way back here at the 45-yard line. They'll have to. I don't understand declining. That doesn't make any sense. I don't think you can decline that. The umpire's telling him right here that um, the umpire's telling him that the ball should be over here at the 44-yard line. And it looks like that's where they're headed. Yeah, the officials are. That's a good job by the umpire to make that That's a good job by you to know that call. Oh, well. I wouldn't know that. I I, I officiated, so. (laughs) There you go. There you go. There they go. I was wrong. It's the 46-yard line. 46-yard line of of the the Golden (laughs) Eagles is where Columbia will take over the first and ten with two minutes and five seconds to go here. We need a quick score. It's only a two-score game. Yeah, we need a A score. A quick score and an onside kick, and who who knows? Here's McCandless looking to throw. He's got to find Kennard, right? He's running on his own, but he's got to line up. They've got to get back on the ball. And the uh, players are walking back to the line because they don't understand what's going on. Hey, run! Why are we? Why are we having a conversation on the sideline over here? I don't know. Is this? Is that Buckman? It is. Justin Buckman having a conversation with, with Puckett, and, they're, and, they're in and we're in a huddle. We're in a huddle. Minute forty and counting. Second and nine. Ball at the forty-five yard line of the Golden Eagles. McCandless in the gun. Still hadn't snapped the ball. There's the snap. Being pressured out of the pocket, and he's going to go Good down job. and sacked. Good job there by Angel Juarez, who did fantastic job there on the on the. Oh, that there we was, go. Yes, that we got a flag. Uh, we're going to have some type of but number seventy-three shoved uh, personal foul. Shoved one of our offensive linemen right in front of the official. Unsportsmanlike conduct. A conduct there. against Second Shelbyville of the game. This gentleman right here, seventy-three. Yep. That's big six three three fifty Niger row. Well, at least that stops the clock. It does, minute, and minute it's a first nine, down. Minute nine to go here in the ball game. Shebbeville leading thirty to fourteen. But Columbia, you know, you would think you would be a little bit more quick to the ball, get on the ball, and no huddle, and thirty-eight. Run these, run these plays. Throw it to Buckman. <laughs> Get it to I, Buckman. I am so confused right now. You're down two scores. You have the ball with two minutes and to go. You have, started. And I don't understand what's We're not going even on, on here. The ball. We're not on the ball. We're huddling. We're walking around. Wow. It, there's right. no sense of urgency whatsoever from this team right now. I'm just thinking they're playing next week. 
Here's McCandless looking to throw to Kennard. Makes the catch. Another first down catch for Kennard. They need to line up, get on the ball. That stopped the clock just to mark the, the, the chains, to move the chains. But that's line up on the ball, but they're not. They're down to the 33-yard line. 32-yard line is where they'll mark it first and 10 for the Lions. And clock the clock's didn't gonna stop. S- it never stopped. Oh, it didn't? Yeah, it's clock, under at this point, it seconds. doesn't matter. I don't. I, I mean, just just be done with it. Oh at this my point. goodness! Oh my goodness! Here's McCandless in the gun, being pressured, moved out of the pocket. There's the pass to uh, that's for Roman Woodson. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's Sandman. Evan Sandman gets the catch inside the twenty, down to the eighteen, and they stop the clock. But the clock's not going to stop, and it's going to go down to zero. As uh, I'm assuming, that's going to be the end of the game. That's a poor job by the officials to not stop the clock. But at this point, I don't know why not. I mean, honestly, if if I'm the electric clock operator, they're not trying to score. (laughs) Let it it go. Let it go. go. So the unfortunate here for the Lions here on uh, homecoming night for the Shelbyville Golden Eagles as they fall to the Golden Eagles 30-14 as the teams will meet at uh, midfield to shake hands. Glad to see that taking place. So, anyway, we'll take a quick break and come back with the stats with Terry Wilcox by telling you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network. Once again, here's Lee Maddox. Welcome back, everyone, to Shelbyville Central High School, where the Columbia Central Lions lose to the Golden Eagles of Shelbyville, 30-14 to 14 here in Shelbyville. Uh, Terry Wilcox, you've got the final stats of the game. Yeah, uh, total, total stay offense uh, for Shelbyville, well, they were pretty balanced. 155 rushing, 154 passing, uh, and a lot of that passing had to do with a rushing they kept putting those big guys in. They couldn't get a yard. Uh, Columbia wound up, uh, unfortunately, negative on the rushing with 27, and they were were 169 in the passing. Uh, of course, uh, the big player for uh, Shelbyville that we knew coming in, Cunningham, was 12 of 13 for 154 yards. Uh, they had those two TDs. Uh, Malone had uh, 49 uh, receiving yards. Donegan, 88. Donegan had two TDs, and uh, on the play for the, for the evening and then for Columbia uh, McCandless uh, recovered fairly decent, he wound up 8 for 14 uh, with the, for 169 yards, 1 TD and of course he did have those 2 interceptions in the first half. Receiving wise uh, Buckman threw, was four, 4 receptions for 127 yards Kennard had uh, 3 receptions for 35 yards, including that TD at the end. Sandman got a catch for 14, and Davis and Hidalgo, uh, each one catch for nine, yard, uh, nine yards apiece. So, again, Buckman caught, actually touched the ball five times um, for, for a total of 144 yards. Terry, thank you for doing that, and okay. thank you for keeping up with all those stats, and uh, you do a great job. You've done a great job. All season long. Now we got a second season, and Chris Yao has been here with us for Clayton Harris tonight. And Chris, you've done an excellent job. Uh, nothing against Clayton, but I wish you were here all the time. But uh, uh, it's been, it. been a lot of fun. Unfortunately, the Lions go go down tonight. Uh, a lot of 
issues, uh, a lot of turnovers kind of set the stage of this game early on, and uh, the Shelbyville Golden Eagles just took advantage of those turnovers and uh, just took control of the game throughout. Cade Cunningham's a pretty dang good quarterback. He absolutely is a good job by him. Just the, the offensive and defensive lines for Shelbyville taking advantage of the missing pieces for Columbia Central up front. Good job by them doing what they had to do to get the win. Well, the best thing about this tonight is that that ends the regular season. Now the second season starts. So next week, uh, the Columbia Central Lions will will finish as a result of tonight, and I'm assuming the other games that's going to put us in third place Correct. in uh, Region 5-5A, and we that means we go on the road, and we will be facing the Gallatin Green Wave at Gallatin next Friday night as that second season starts. So looking forward to that. Hopefully we'll get, every, get a lot of players back and uh, kind of get refocused. It's a new season. You know, it's a sudden death kind of thing now. You, you Win you, or go home. You win or go home, and unfortunate for Shabbaville tonight that uh, they're going home for good because of the, the, uh, the probation that's been handed down from TSSAA. But, Chris, thank you for, for your being with us here tonight uh, in the booth. Absolutely. I enjoyed it. I'm sure we'll see you again sometime soon. Very good. So thank to all of you for tuning in to Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network, where your final score, once again, the Shelbyville Golden Eagles 30, the Columbia Central Lions 14. Tune in next week as the Lions will be back right here on 103.7 WKRM and TriStar Sports Radio for the TSSAA playoffs begin. We'll face the Gallatin Green Wave. Coming up next, TriStar Friday Night Live with J.P. and Coach Mike as they'll bring you the scores and comments from games all across southern Middle Tennessee. For Chris Yell, Terry Wilcox, I'm Lee Maddox saying good night from Shelbyville. This has been a presentation of the TriStar Sports Radio Network, a front porch radio production. Columbia Central Lions football on the TriStar Sports Radio Network is brought to you in part by Apex Bank, McDonald Care, Brown's Body Shop, Columbia, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep Ram, Davis Brother Roofing, Davis Heating and Cooling, DB's Pizza, Expert Landscaping, Game Time, The Garbage Man, Hanson's Flooring, Holland's Pharmacy, Jones and Lang, Kubota of Columbia and Franklin, Murray Regional Hospital, Parks Motor Sales, Quickmark Convenience Stores, Right Care Clinic, Sands Fence Company, and by Ten Pin Alley.